Gab and Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. Try to catch up. Gail. Bing. <laughs> Who am I catching up with? With me and the singing. Oh, yeah, I know. You're I'm a good singer. Okay, I love you. You're kind. Can you take me higher? <laughs> Oh it God. is Tuesday, January 11th, and welcome to Gavin Girl Time. How are you there, Gailicious? Trying to get on a high vibration. Oh my gosh, we got the perfect guest to get on a higher <laughs> vibration Yes, today. we do. We what just going to jump right into it. I need a try? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let it sit for as long as you can and then swallow. <laughs> <laughs> swallow I feel like a night I drink freaking all of oregano do you drink it like this hell no because it will burn the shit out of you but I put it on like if I get a fever blister if I can catch it when it just starts to get tingly it's good all right, I'm swallowing. No, I do it in a shot of you like can. vegetable juice. Thank you for giving me permission. <laughs> that's the that only way I swallow. So <laughs> I mean, yeah, that sounds right. With permission, yeah. That tastes good. It is very good. That, yeah. is, that gin is, it caught me off guard. Thank it's, you. It's Snoop Dogg's gin. Nice. Which I went, what? Okay, it's just strawberry gin. It's really good. One of my favorite drinks is... Like a Singapore sling, mm. but it's like a gin something. I mean, and it Singapore slings are made with gin. Mm-hmm. It's an old school drink. I mean, mm. it's like really old timey drink, but it is so damn good. And it mm-hmm. has cherry brandy, whatever the mm-hmm. whatever the one that has the gin and cherry brandy. That's the recipe. Mm. I just I can't for remember the name because you know we got to make it different. We can't say it's a you know it's a something sling. But I don't normally drink gin, but I will then. Gin is my my go-to. Gin and tequila are my two. We should all go to um, Peter Kern's library and have a gin cocktail. Yes. Okay. 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 Let's do it. We're inviting our our, uh, listeners as well. Well, only 40 people fit in there, so I don't know. I wouldn't (laughs) tell everybody. This person is one of my most favorite people in the entire world, even though we've only known each other about five years. Um, wait a minute. What? She's your most favorite. I know. Person I said one in of the world. One of I have I have a little list, but um, <laughs> but we're gonna talk about all sorts of things spiritual today. Oh, very nice. Yes. You know, I'm always down. So please that. welcome Mercy Mimosa. Yay. Mercy Mimosa. You know how long I've been trying to get you to come do this? For quite some time. Yeah. And it I'm was, so happy. It was in the Camps podcast, too. <laughs> Shout out. It was. Yes. John Camp. Yes. Uh, Dustin Camp. 
I love you. Yes. Dustin. Dustin Dustin knows how I feel about him. Does he want to be named his real name or Barry? Barry Um, Manatees, I love you. I love you. Just in case it's cut. I think Dustin is okay with that just because of what they do at the Pride Center. Yeah. And you volunteer at the Pride Center as well. Like all yes, the time. I, I think it's awesome. Thank yeah. you. It's. I think that it's important to give to causes that you feel, you know, called to. And causes that people that you love and care about are deeply involved in. Yeah, so why do you care so much about Knox Pride? Um... John and Dustin Camp. Right. Uh, one. Yeah. But like, uh, I don't know, as as someone who has family members that are a part of the community and friends, best friends, a part of the community, I've been an ally since being in high school, being a part of the Gay Straight Alliance. It's just a natural progression. I think they're perfect examples of be the change that you want to see. Yes. And they saw a need in Knoxville. Not that Knox Pride wasn't already there, because it was. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do not want to take away from people before that have made it to what it is today. Um, But they saw the need, and they're doing things for trans kids. They're Mm -hmm. they're having weekly grief support sessions. Um, I'm going to plug in. We're having entertainment there, like the karaoke and and the comedy to bring people together mm-hmm. in our community. And I, I think it's so well needed. I think that it also says something that this is the first brick and mortar center in Knoxville because I feel like a lot of people when they view Pride or specifically Knox Pride, they're throwing one big party in June. Mm-hmm. And yes, there are other events throughout the year. But on a day-to-day basis, for someone who may not be interested in coming to a party or doing anything, and they're st- doing anything, and they're still a member of the community, and maybe they need resources, but are sometimes too scared to find their own resources. It's nice to go to a place that has already done the work for you, and we are in the process of trying to do that work to make, I guess, the gay experience easier. I know that sounds <laughs> that sounds terrible, but just. I don't know. I feel like you're trying to, we are trying to just help people that need assistance. We're just trying to meet a need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a lot of it isn't even, I mean, granted it is, tends to be the LGBTQ plus community uh, centric, but that the heart is for kids. Mm-hmm. The heart is for the in-betweeners. Yes. The heart is for the people who are opting out of foster homes. And it's like, well, that check's gone later. They've never had a dime put back for yeah. them. And that's just to one To be thing able to deal the real work. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's just like, just uh, as far as, you know, having a community that no matter where your walk is mm-hmm. in your life and especially being gay Mm -hmm. or in the community i don't know Mm -hmm. labels no labels get rid of all the labels just (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. it's cool but why just but whatever wherever you are to have somebody help you along like i can't wait for them to actually um uh to do hair there to yeah help people see themselves on the outside how they see themselves on the inside and it doesn't matter to me you know what that is mm-hmm. 
we can do your hair however you want. Mm-hmm. Right. It's all just hair. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you want to look like an anime character, we can. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. it is totally doable. I ha- it's it's way doable. There's, you know, whatever suits you and your person, whatever you see when you look in the mirror, whether it be little lion, you know, lion or baby cat you know that meme anyway that's what you should (laughs) i'm digging it i dig i dig what the vision is for the place i love affirmation days which is kind of something you touched on a little bit um but just being able to help people truly express how they are Mm -hmm. on the outside the way they feel on the inside and just being able to assist with clothing or beauty hair makeup um being able to change the way that your voice sounds like it's Mm -hmm. or getting the proper um mental health treatment if if that's something that you need as well having that all in one space and seeing that a community can come together just for one person Mm -hmm. um we've had several affirmation days but i know the thing that we always talk about is if one person it feels better after an affirmation day it's all worth it we Mm -hmm. could shut everything down moving forward but the fact we were able to change that for that one person is what brings us joy how many days a week do you volunteer there two days a week um are you on the board also yes i as of this year i'm on the board now what's your position um just a general board member I feel like I will get lassoed into something else at some point, but right now it's a general board member. And you just, when people come in or... Yeah, there's... Do you get a lot of response during your time there? I would say once a day someone comes in, but we've also only been open a couple of months. Um, but we have the the pride shop, so if people want to buy merchandise, merchandise, and then we have a food pantry... Um, we have two computers in case people need to use um, the internet. And then we have a billboard that has a ton of just local resources that have kind of already been vetted by Knox Pride. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're in the process of hopefully working on getting that just better established so we can just be able to make better connections and bridge some gaps. And this is a nonprofit organization. Yes, so it is. every dime from merch to everything mm-hmm. goes right back into the center. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nobody's getting paid. No, no it yeah. is all voluntary, voluntary. positions. Mm-hmm. Voluntary and volunteer positions. Do you need volunteers? Yes. All right. Yes and yes. Volunteer at knoxpride.org, but I know that we're also I think we're moving platforms google knox pride and volunteer you'll there's an email heather will yes. help you out <laughs> i will put it in the description oh of this. thank you so we'll get that together so not only do you do volunteer work and i, I know that you also do other kinds of social work as well but mm-hmm. you also told me that you just got your reiki attunement Okay. Yeah. Explain what that is. Okay. So I am now a Reiki one uh, healer. So we have a local shop called Curiosities run by the beautiful and amazing Malia, um, who offers classes periodically. And I attended the Reiki one class and we are told to practice Reiki on ourselves and those that we care about. Um, 
until we feel ready or called to be properly attuned. And there's an entire just, you basically have a Reiki session. And Can they, you explain what Reiki is for yes. people that don't know? Yes. Yeah, so I guess, I, know it's, I, know. <laughs> I guess for me, the best way I can, I describe Reiki is just energy. It's just positive energy that you're putting into someone else. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and jump into this. As someone who grew up loving God and still considers himself a Christian, I still very much just believe that there's good and bad and there's positive and negative. And I feel like you always receive the energy you put into the world. And so there's no use to be negative, just be positive. And so I'm someone who tries to exude that and push positivity into people. And that's kind of how I've always viewed that. And that's how I view Reiki. And even if for some, cause I know there are a lot of people that don't believe in energy healing and things like that. Um, but I feel like if I'm just touching you and you're thinking about feeling better, it's already doing its job. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you the countless numbers of times that I've seen you and have hugged you and have really even asked you, I need some, mm-hmm. I need some love today. Mm-hmm. And just the minute that you touch me, the minute that we hug, I feel instantly better. I mean, and Reiki is also something, um, so I'm Reiki one attuned and I'm hoping to be Reiki two attuned at some point this year. Um, But I know that just in the quick conversation that I've had about Reiki two is it's considered more of a long distance healing. Like it's more, you don't have to be directly in front of the person. I'm very intrigued by that. As someone who is a hugger Mm -hmm. and is just like, oh, I'm going to hug you. Surprise, there's energy in your body now. Goodbye. (laughs) Um, It it would just be interesting to see how that is done without touching someone. Ironically, my love language, my number one love language is not physical touch. But I think a lot of people would assume that because of how I am. Um, It's like third. But I do feel like there is something... A beautiful connection is created when you touch someone that you care about. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I only really do Reiki on people I actually care about. Because I don't give this positive energy to just anybody. And I'm not going to give it into a void. Well, there are people who literally suck it up like a void. Oh, yeah. Energy vampires. Yes. Oh, yeah. What we do in the shadows. (laughs) Yes. Do you identify not with... Colin, but do you identify with that character? Oh, do you know yes. that character? Have you met people? Oh, I've met several people because of who I am. But the girl, the emotional vampire, that's who I was like, oh my gosh, I know so many people yes. just like that. Yes. And they're not so much energy, but just, uh, I think of my kids and how much emotion they take out of <laughs> just Just a ball of chaos. Yeah. Because sometimes we'll come back to Reiki, maybe. <laughs> um, I think sometimes any kind of energy is good for certain people. So it doesn't matter if they're getting a positive or negative response from you. If you're giving them any kind of attention or energy, they're just going to eat it up. Mm. So it doesn't matter if it's good or bad as long as they know that you're giving just it attention. to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just going to keep grabbing it for as long as you're willing to give it to them. Wow. You know... They call those children. Yeah. I don't have them yet, but that's good to know. That's good to know. Literally, that's what they call them. 
Wow. And grandchildren, because they will suck the life right out of you and tell you that they don't like you and that you're no fun. She she played a stupid game and she won a stupid prize. Consequences and repercussions. Oh my goodness. All right, so what's the what's the difference between Reiki one and Reiki two? Wait, you've already Yeah, you've yeah, already said should, that. It's there are three levels. I don't I will be honest with you, I don't know what the third level is yet. I'm just well, trying to concentrate on being okay at number one. From what I understand with um and I'm you know, I could be way, way wrong, but the, it does have to do with being able to heal like you know a reiki three can like you lay out on the table and it can they can just i've had two sessions two reiki sessions with Mm -hmm. somebody well known Mm -hmm. here by your recommendation and i love him so much and can (laughs) point out and can tend to tell you in your body where you have trouble Mm -hmm. like that you might not even realize that you're like what you know like your hips back yeah, uh, just they've skin. diagnosed things like Lyme disease in people. Oh wow! When they didn't know they were very fatigued or whatever, mm-hmm. it's just like having a more intense spiritual in the manifestation of that. But I could be wrong. No, I think I you're think right. That's I think you're the Reiki, the top tier mm-hmm. person. How do you mentally have to prepare yourself? to that or do you even have to does it just does the energy just flow right through you I feel like I I ground myself before I do anything I know you've probably watched me that I'll like sometimes just smack my hands together and be like okay Mm -hmm. because I basically just have to center myself and be like all right Jordan they need your positive energy get it together take yourself out of the equation just be a conduit of the greater good. Let that good flow through you and lay hands. Hmm. Just focus on the energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just bring my, just try to center myself because I don't want anything that I'm potentially dealing with in that moment to affect somebody else. Mm-hmm. Even if, even if I think I'm not going to, I'm still going to be like, no, this is something special for this person. If they didn't want it, they wouldn't have asked me. So. Well, let's talk about that for a second. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, all humans are fragile. And yes. I, I'm, I'm not looking at you like some great almighty healer mm-hmm. because you're just as flawed as well. Oh, and you yes. have your own negativities and negative oh, yes. energy within there. How do you how do you deal with yourself before you can give it to somebody else? I feel... Not to make this extremely topical, I would say that I struggled way more before the pandemic with giving too much myself and not trying to be okay with myself before I was helping other people. Because I think a lot of sensitive people, sensitive, intuitive people like to focus on other people so they don't have to focus on themselves. And I will mm-hmm. absolutely say that I'm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would have to say that I'm. I'm. I used what to you be. What you smiling about over there, Gail? Yeah. Is it hitting home? Singing my life with <laughs> One time. <laughs> um, I would say that I used to focus on other people, so I didn't have to focus on myself. And I feel like when 
Miss Rona shut things down Mm -hmm. and you kind of had to learn to be okay with yourself and learning to be okay by yourself. I'm not saying that like I was completely in a hole, but I spent more time with myself and I was like, you take care of everyone else. You want to take care of yourself? Maybe you want to like give yourself time, give yourself the ability to say no actually do the things that you enjoy like actual self-care the things that you say to everyone else you should probably say them to yourself i will reiterate that that is the number one rule in what i feel is any bdsm dynamic Mm -hmm. is you must take care of yourself Mm -hmm. if i cannot take care of myself take care of my body take care of my mind i cannot be a good submissive to my dominant And the same goes with him. If he cannot take care of himself Mm -hmm. and if he's not eating well, if he's not uh, doing his exercises, um, if he's not wearing his mask when he goes under houses, you know, it affects. (laughs) He'll never listen to this. Uh, This water is delicious. (laughs) (laughs) It affects our dynamic. So I think that's just for everybody. If your reservoir is so low. Mm -hmm. You know, a car will not run if your gas tank is empty. A wounded nurse can't heal. Yeah. True facts. I know. I'm just sitting here like, okay. (laughs) Just listen. That teacher got it. (laughs) I just, I see like a visual of her just being transparent when she's doing her healing. Oh, Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. I, I would... I like to say I'm pretty transparent. I'm a pretty open book. I feel like if you're going to ask me a question, I'll give you a proper answer. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I see you when you're doing it. You Your flow is you're transparent. Like, oh, yeah, you, that's right. I would I would say that. So anyway, I could just see her doing her thing. It's weird. Anyhow, <laughs> <laughs> I had another question in my head. Totally Did you? Totally went out. Well, they all are um, besties, so you should well and have it all down. <laughs> Just, but I w- kind of, I guess, coming back, I would say that taking care of myself and being honest with my personal religious and spiritual journey has been because Miss Rona showed her head and I kind of had to just decide to be okay with myself and explore things that I thought that I was good at and things that I wanted to do but never had the time to do because I was so busy. Do you have sessions with people like our our mutual friend or is it just small increments of time or energy? I've not done a full session yet. Um, even though my husband would say that that's a lie, but it doesn't <laughs> count because we're together. And if we're cuddling, we're cuddling, whatever. If he gets healed, it gets healed. It's fine. Right. Um, <laughs> it doesn't count with yeah. him. Yeah. No, it doesn't yeah. count with him. It's, even though You're he's... supposed to be a bomb anyway. Um, I mean, uh, I feel like I just do small increments. It's more of kind of like in the way that we've interacted of like, hi, can I have like three minutes of your time? And I'm like, clear everything out in the brain, clear everything out in my aura space. Yes. What do you need? And it's like, I already know kind of what's going on of like, you need a hug, which is what I would call it before I realized what I was doing was Reiki. 
Like that's just kind of that was always the joke of, oh, you need a Joel hug. okay? because I didn't know what I was doing then. I was just like, I'm just positive energy person. So I'm just going to hug somebody. Mm -hmm." Loving on people. Yeah, that's just it's kind of what I do. That's the the joke and the truth is just like, that's mercy. She'll give you the soul hugs. Do you wait for people to come to you or do you go to people when you see that they really need it? I think it depends because it only takes going to someone once and being like, my bad, never mind. Right. Cool. Right. <laughs> and it's not that I was offended that I was turned down. It's more of you will come to me because you're not ready. Mm. Like it's it's very clear of like yeah. whatever you're dealing with has nothing to do with me. So I'll wait if you want to come if you want to come talk to me later, you can in every single time. Where I was like, oh, I think I misread the situation. It is like an hour later of like, hey, just kidding. Can I see you now? Or like later on just being like, actually, I need a hug now. I'm sorry. No, you can be really, really petty (laughs) with that and go, "Mm." you're your time has passed. The window is closed. Yeah, but you're but not that type of person. Yeah, I know. No, no, that's no, why can't do it. But I surround myself with those kind of people so I don't have to worry about it. Those petty people? Yes, <laughs> I do. As a Hufflepuff, that is just a thing I do. Sure. I love that yeah. you're a Hufflepuff. Oh, I have no yeah. idea. I have where no I'm... idea. I I can you're tell you. Freaking Slytherin through and through. Yeah. Am I? Yeah. Look, I can tell you, I've never read the first book. I've never seen the first movie. I do not care about it. I know. I'm sorry. I know. Oh, no, you're I fine. Know, but I am a 50 year old woman, and I just, it's just not something that interests me at all. If you yeah. love it, Godspeed. Yeah. Most, I think most people like my age, not necessarily loving it, but I know the books because my kids were reading the books. And as far as AR points, well, it would what? literally up your AR game by almost 100 points. Right. And if you with had, that, if you're getting children if to read you anything, were, mm-hmm. if you had what was wild as kids that were struggling with reading, if they could read Harry Potter. Uh, back then I mean I'm sure there's yeah. another book like I'm kind of sad that I introduced my child to the Twilight books from the book fair <laughs> like I would work the book fair it happens to the best of us the, at the library for them I love freaking book fair so but I saw the Twilight books and I thought oh these are fun Sarah loved them and but anyway same with Harry Potter did you make her read Fifty Shades of Grey too <laughs> No, because that's fantasy and science fiction. <laughs> so, she, if it was set in the trailer park, it'd go a lot different. Well, not only that, I did read the first book, but I thought it was a hair manual. I thought it was an instruction oh color God. manual, Fifty Shades of Grey. I thought, oh, I'm going to learn something new. No, no, I did not. And then they, anyway, but... So yeah, oh, the Potter so what, books will increase your reading letter. We've we've decided why. <laughs> so I, what I will say, and people of my generation can fight me on this. I love if they Alan Rickman. So if that's the house that he's he, in, he is, I'm good. Yeah, he is yep. in that yeah. house. Oh, that okay, tells great. me what I need to know. Yay! Okay, um, great. I think that a lot of people uh, in my Voldemort generation. Voldemort was also in that house. <laughs> um, <laughs> We just like to break people down into groups as soon as possible is why I think Harry Potter is like such a big deal of like how I inadvertently was like, I'm a Hufflepuff. And I was like, 
Marcy, quit saying stuff like that. But it's it's because if you say one of the four houses, there are very distinct characteristics. And it's just the characteristics that are the most important to you. And so Slytherins are very cunning. Um, I know that Ravenclaws are the intelligent house, but I also feel like Slytherins are very intelligent. Um, and they're very loyal. Like, those are the things that, like... They are focused around. She could be That's, Ravenclaw as well. However, you've got enough bad in you that you're Slytherin. Sounds very Scorpio-ish. Yes, very yeah. much. In there. Yeah. yeah. Very, yeah, but very much. But you could much. make anything with four. Like, you know, which golden girl are you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, and you'll be a mix Which sex in the city character ones. are yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. You'll be a mix just like everyone else mix. Yeah. But we would all say Samantha for you immediately. I We'd be Samantha. Samantha. Uh, who doesn't? We who love doesn't each love, character. I know. Yeah. I know. We love I, each I do character, love them all, whether though. they get on your nerves or don't get on your nerves. No, you I think know? Carrie is very, very problematic. I'm just learning that now, though. I used oh. to be a huge Carrie fan. And you didn't now I'm know just... forever how problematic she I mean, was. I but knew, it's but, also her. But I was having affairs then, too. So I was it's really her, relating with Carrie. It's her point of view <laughs> as well. Like her thing. But she's single and not responsible for the behavior of the people. That's a whole Now, you don't have to participate. Episode. Now, that's a that's a character flaw in her for sure. But as a single person, it wasn't her job to check the stats. It is the married person's job. It is what it is. We could talk about that too. If you want to. I mean, we absolutely can. <laughs> that yeah. does not bug me. Because in the South, mm-hmm. And you in deep south, yes, because uh, East Tennessee, like yes. up in the holler, yes, mm-hmm. yes, correct. I mean, you have a great joke about that, Elle, but <laughs> is that your joke? Mm-hmm. It's back in my day, we didn't have a slur or a flag mm-hmm. or a sign to know who was racist, we knew. Exactly, who was racist by their biracial grandchildren. <laughs> um, to be completely honest. But a baby changes everything, and now it's not that same way. Yeah. Um, the only time I've ever been called the N-word to my face was by um, a lady in front of her biracial children. Do you have context? Or was it just... Uh, oh, it had, it had to do with my job. Oh, I used to do investigations and had to do a removal. Mm. The only time it ever happened. And I was told that it wasn't that big of a deal. And I was like, mm, I think I'm going to move to placement now. I'm not going to do investigations anymore. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to Tennessee. It is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, it's... It does make a difference where you grow up, though, and where in the South that you grow up. Yeah. Not only that, but what are you teaching those children? What are you teaching those children right there? The child apologized. The The child that I had to remove apologized, and they said, I'm really sorry for what my mom said to you. And then at the same time, they're there to remove the child from the home. So their home life was total shit anyway. Yeah. Excuse my language. Okay, this is good. Mm-mm. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. I'm give myself some props. 
Yes, correct. You do. King cake is good. Mm-hmm. I've never had one before, to be honest with you. So you've never. I didn't know. Mm-mm. And I've never had one either. But if this is what they taste like, I get it. But to me, it just looked like a recipe for a coffee cake, and I was like, "Well, I can do so, that." Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I'm gonna enter a festival in New Orleans, and we're gonna go and do cabin mm-hmm. girl time. But I would think you could do other fillings besides cinnamon. Like you mm-hmm. said, your cream cheese. They do. I, I think mean, a the lemon classic would cinnamon. go over well. Mm-hmm. Cinnamon, pecan. Ooh. Ooh, I've got some pecans. Mm-hmm. But you can even do that with cream cheese still. Do you know what's interesting? Do you know where Mardi Gras originated? It was not New Orleans. How about that? Mobile, Alabama. Oh. So, did people from New Orleans just steal it? Like, how did it? Like, yeah, like how did it? How did it? How did it end up being something that is known as a New Orleans thing and not a Mobile, Alabama thing? I'm not really sure how New Orleans hijacked it. I know that the history is there, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, and I know I've heard the story, but I didn't keep it in a file. In your brain? Mm-hmm. It happens. Keeping up with all the crews at one time, which now there's even more for parade floats. But what's wild is um, they'll celebrate in Mobile now the weekend before mm-hmm. Fat Tuesday because of New Orleans doing Fat Tuesday doing you know kind of taking it over as the thing but it may have been talked about between governors and stuff I don't know I mean there's a lot of French and Spanish Cajun <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah Cade messaged me first but yes now I'm googling it we should. I mean, I just throw out stuff anyway. People don't know. Look, if you believe me and I'm wrong, that's your own fault. <laughs> oh. Trust no oh, one. Yeah. History.com said that uh, apparently as early as 1703, the French held a type of Mardi Gras celebration in Mobile. Um, New Orleans wasn't founded until 1718. Well, that's why. That's why. So then when the French moved to New Orleans... <laughs> Louisiana. They said, we taking that with us. Mm-hmm. The Louisiana Purchase. They're like, yep. <laughs> that was ours. And it's really a very Catholic thing as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. I always wondered why I had friends that were of the more Christian, like, uh, Southern Baptist faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, practice. No, no, would practice Lent and would practice, like, we would all give up something for Lent. That's very interesting. Yeah, and I always thought, wow, that's, now, I had one friend who was Catholic, and maybe that's where it started from. Mm -hmm. Um, She's Mexican, and she just recently moved to Colorado, but she was a practicing Catholic. So that may have been where it came from, but I always thought my more Southern Baptist girlfriends and you gotta remember this was a whole other chapter in my life where mm-hmm. I was mom I was like cheerleading coach I was one of those women that you probably wouldn't like very much 
<laughs> you are a tracksuit mom. <laughs> you were. Oh my gosh. I'm just teasing. Yeah. yeah, we would walk the track while our kids were at practice. I mean, we'd go to we'd all go to McAllister's mm -hmm. after their practice. We all live that life. I mm -hmm. see it. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But when Julie died, all that died with it. You were still the odd one out of this group. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I was the cheater. And I was also the one that everybody lived their life vicariously through. Uh-huh. Mm. Oh, Jen, you're so wild. You're just yeah. wild. Yeah. Yeah. I would never. Your I would is never. I saw I saw one of those friends recently at Target the other day. I was behind them, but I knew exactly who they were. And uh, she turned around, and I thought that we made eye contact, but we didn't. But she didn't recognize me at all. And I had on a mask, and nobody recognizes me with my hair being gray. Yeah. And I'm but okay with that. But your hair, your gray is a pretty gray. Yes. I'm yeah. looking at all mine coming in. I just I want what's best for everybody in whatever situation they are you know. they are in, in yeah. whatever best case scenario is for that, and I have to just be mindful that it I don't know it's that thing with your friends where if you like it I love it mm -hmm. because I want to be supportive yeah and I've not been shown that anything is bad good in this situation um, sometimes you just like seeing somebody that deserves happiness be happy. Mm -hmm. That's so that's yeah. how I feel. It, yeah. I know this is all gonna be cut, but like that's how that's how I in my heart feel about it. In every Polly's situation is yeah. different about it when they're happy. Yeah. Well, and that is like what we were talking about earlier. It's just like it's just being Polly is not easy mm -mm. by any means. I think about the joke that Rhoda made of like you have less sex when you're Polly because you have to organize it and figure it all out. <laughs> Like it's it's true. It's just exhausting. I see all the people, not all the people. I see people around me go through it, and I'm just like, mm. I'm gonna send a little extra energy your way because you are going through it today. I mean, I had to find out the hard way that I was not meant for Polly. Yeah. I mean, we, Daddy and I are a Polly to an extent, mm -hmm. but everything is very talked out like oh you know. yeah and i'm super picky like i would have to have another danny yeah to even to even think about mm -hmm. forming a relationship with another person yeah my thought is just having to to re-explain yourself to someone mm -hmm. seems tiring because like mm -hmm. i'm I think we talked this earlier. I consider myself pretty traditional. Me and have been together for 12 years. Mm -hmm. And we got together when we were babies. Like, we were couldn't even drink when we got mm -hmm. together. And, like, to have to re-explain all of this to another person just seems exhausting. <laughs> I said what I said. All Just all of the... All, all right. of my intrasyncrasies or whatever the word is. Like, all of my quirks and all of my stuff. And, like, it's just a lot. Yeah, because you, you get comfortable with people, but that mm -hmm. could 
that could go another freaking way too yeah no agreeing yeah people get too comfortable and then they get bored yeah you know and think that something more is out there and they got to go find it yeah well you got to have a little bit of crazy with your comfort yeah well that's what i offer in my relationship <laughs> is the little bit of crazy see there yeah. you go you just have He's a little very bit much of the stable one not like i was thinking back how <clears throat> like we've had guests on like Susie q and talking about um uh doing uh pole fitness and I'm in awe of pole fitness, Mm -hmm. but sometimes I say things and I think it sounds like I am anti-pole fitness or, you know, when you nice, nasty something like, oh, like you're so brave for doing burlesque or I could never do burlesque, you (laughs) know, and it's Mm -hmm. just saying... You know, your yeah. horror or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bless your heart. Why do, yeah. you, think, why yes. do you think that like, is, though? Nice, why do you... nasty. When people say things, I don't think all, all people, I think some people are like, I just don't. For me, like, the pole dancing thing, even when I spoke to her to start with, I was like, you know, I don't think I'd ever do it. And then by the time we were done talking, I was like, yeah, maybe I'd try that. But for me, it's safety issues because I'm so damn clumsy I think, I don't think I, the pain might not, the gain might not be worth the pain for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to break a hip. That kind of thing. But how do you know if I don't you don't know. go and But yet they try. have Lyra there and I've always mm-hmm. wanted to do that. See, I'm the like, Lyra I could is harder than that. the freaking pole. See, I have enough butt that I think that I could grip. <laughs> that. That. You know? Yes. I, f- I would feel more comfortable than trying to swing around and, you know, I'm going to be on that pole I'm like a, a fireman. with some juicy, juicy women, and I am not. So, okay, I see what you're saying now. Because I feel like, as someone who is also very gifted in the dump truck region, I feel like you can learn to, you can find your middle between, like, you balance. Your, your, your knees to your butt, like, where you need to be. Mm-hmm. I think I could do that way better than trying to swing my body body around a pole yes. because i also very much want to go to Susie q's well, class now mm-hmm. what's cool is some of the poles have a cylinder within the cylinder so the cylinder turns all oh. of those poles do. so no there's some that are stationary i only mm-hmm. know because i did a comedy show there and i was up close personal with the poles and was just like oh wow and i, I absolutely love this st- and they were not stationary I mean, are you talking about when they go like this, when they go back and forth? No, I'm talking about the poles, right? But maybe they have a thing that it'll lock it and make it okay. stationary. Okay, maybe because there are different tricks that you do with a stationary pole. They have it where they're, but they had stationary poles. Now they might have been locked in place, and they might unlock so they'll move and lock, but they have both for the tricks. So you don't have to necessarily learn to do that. Mm-hmm. So it'll move for you. So you can get a lot smoother move. Mm-hmm. But come on, you know, have you ever been swinging around and with your hand and just mm-hmm. all the way to the ground? Then you can't get back up. And then if the pole <laughs> is a swirly pole. They do <laughs> offer floor classes, too. And that's what I'm interested mm-hmm. in is doing a little bit of floor work there and you don't even have to have the pole for that though mm-hmm. though you can use the pole for that 
See, I feel like I wouldn't mind that. I'm the ankle strength class too is a thing I'm interested in. See, I'm also interested in that. I feel like I'm pretty flexible way more than I look sometimes. And I so I you. feel oh well mm-hmm. thank you. Um, I feel like a floor work class would just give something different. And I think I would probably do that before I did a poll because I'm also clumsy. Like I will just I'm very clumsy. Are you kidding? I'm bull in a china shop always. Whatever. You're yeah. super graceful most all the time. You when look I'm very measured. Attention. Well then you do it Every single time you're around me, you're very conscious about that. Yeah, I'm worried about. And I will say this, and Susie Q would say this too. Um, she was a bigger girl before she started pole, and then she has gained so much strength, so much power. And she has She's toned. amazing. I love watching her yeah, TikToks it's beautiful. and her mm-hmm. Instagrams. So she would say, I think that she would say as well as, you know, don't knock it till you try it. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, she had just, me convinced yeah. by the end of the time. And I was just like, no, I mean, I've always thought it's amazing. It's an Olympic sport. It's, I think we should do it together. And well, I thought we should do these things in film adventures as yeah. Gab and Girl time doing different yes. things. Yeah. I also want to do the trapeze stuff. But yeah, I'm going to spin fire at a burn before it's my days are over. Can we do the silks? Have you ever done that? That's what the trapeze stuff, yeah. Oh, I haven't it, done it, but yes, I want to do it. Yeah, well, so, all kinds in of In the lira for sure. But yeah, I do pole stuff too. You know, I've been trying to yoga it up. I would like to. Except I'm eating like crazy. <laughs> I'm not mindful. <laughs> Either. How long did that last? Well, I, you know, I know. I believe. I know. I the, know. The exercising part is so. I think that's half the battle. It is. Yeah. You know. I just. I would have been fine had I just had one serving of the pasta. I want to perform at a strip club. Okay. One night. I mean, it's yes, it's going to take a lot of uh, goings on, you know, before that happens. But that's what I want to do. At an actual strip club? At an actual strip club. Don't you have to get a special dancing license? Do you not have to have a special entertainment license? I don't know. In another I don't know. I mean, that's one of those things that I'll have to Like the bar and restaurant service, how, don't you have to have a special thing to serve? You me that I can't walk into MTM? That's right up from my house. Well, you could because they won't let you put on. I mean, you can't be all naked, Every can you? Every single time I drive past that sign, <laughs> you don't think they're not going to let me? They're going to let me in. Yeah, but I will. You'll that's have one of to those be things, escorted. like escorted. You know, the you know, I got to. You'll get, have to have an escort, lady. Well, you could be taking my business. I have one, but I think that you have to have a certain car. I don't know. I, I have to have wrong. a pimp. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I have one of those too. To get into the club, you might mm-hmm. take away business. No, just one night. One night. I want to make my paper one night. I want to just see like what an it's amateur like. night. Yeah, just an amateur night. Just do they do have it? an amateur night at the I'm strip club? I do. I mean, they they used to. Did they? I had, a, I had a friend in college, which sounds so stereotypical. I had a friend in college who that's how she started. She went to an amateur night, and she was like, "All right, I'm gonna pay off my student loans on my car note." This is what I do now. 
And it was just from an amateur night somewhere in Knoxville. Yeah, listen, I mean, I have I mean, a girl I, look I would a lot love better to have this. on the podcast who, she's a private dancer. A dancer for money? Just like Do what Tina you want Turner. me to do? Mm-hmm. I'm your wife Yes. That a good, yeah. Mm-hmm. She takes, you know, she takes good care of me, Ma. And when I say me, Ma, I'm talking about me. Yeah. She takes good care of me. <laughs> She's, I have a lot of children that aren't children. I and have mad respect for strippers. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get out and you got to. You got to look a certain way. You got to act a certain way. You got to put up with more men's bullshit than ugh, gross. Plus, just the dance and every all the effort and everything that just takes to just even get up there. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. The drugs are a problem, but yeah. Well, they got to put up with men. Mm-hmm. Drugs are a problem <laughs> everywhere, though. Where you have to put up with men. Let's talk about drugs. I mean, we li- where we live is a terrible place for drugs. We have for all kinds of drugs or meth. Ah, uh, meth. Yeah. Um, or just pills. I mean, yeah. As pills someone who's real bad. As someone who's been in social work in various stages of life, mm-hmm. drugs play a a big part in it so do you think if because you're a holistic person Mm -hmm. as well do you think if people had an alternative and went to more holistic ways that maybe we wouldn't have this problem or are the opiates that addictive to where if if it gets a stronghold on you you're done the answer is yes to Mm both to both of those yeah because i do feel like a lot of i've I am a very strong believer that there are precursors in people's genetic, you know, disposition for addiction. I absolutely do. Mm-hmm. I believe um, that as well. I do too. And I feel like we... Yeah. S- go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I'm I was going to say, and we're in a place where pills are prescribed so easily. And it's just like, a, I feel like a lot of people with addiction in this area start from a legitimate reason of having them some kind of injury or anything and then it's like you know what this is working but then it starts to wear off and so it's like well I'll just take two today Mm -hmm. and it's like something that happens so fast so you don't realize it's a problem until after it's a problem have you found fentanyl to be a problem here Uh, is it a growing problem I think it's just a growing problem throughout the nation just in general just because it's becoming more easily accessible in the drugs that are being found and I feel like it's no one at least in my experience no one like blatantly asks for fentanyl it shows up in whatever someone else is already taking because like I mean I've read drug screens for for my jobs and it's like oh did you know you tested positive for fentanyl it's like I had no idea I didn't Mm. know that's what was in that and it's a lot of people don't know what they're putting in their bodies. It's frustrating. Yeah, and fentanyl became the new, new drug as well. Yeah. But uh, with opiates, the bad, what sucks is the circle. Like like Mercy said, mm-hmm. is when somebody you get pain medication when you're actually in pain, 
and you take it as prescribed, you won't feel that pain and you won't become addicted to it. But as soon as the pain starts to wear off, you feel that euphoria. And you can also, you know, it works almost like an upper to start with before you crash and it becomes a depressant. But what sucks is with long-term use of it, it actually hurts you. Like mm-hmm. your body actually hurts. Mm-hmm. So you're physically in pain, but it's the pain medication causing your body to be in pain. And until you get completely clear of it, you know, and it just sucks because it's very... Back in the mid-2000s, my husband had a motorcycle accident. And I was adamant that he not be prescribed opiates. And it was just, you know, it was about that time where they were just given right well, you and left. have anything. Yeah. Percocet, uh, they always give, yeah. if you had been in that same accident, they would have given you like Loratab 5, but they would have given him Percocet. And I was like, because he's a and dude. he was in a lot of pain, still is in a lot of pain to this day, but will mm-hmm. not take opiates. He does it a more natural That's awesome because he'll be able, and the thing is, is that when he gets to be old and, you know, actually would need the opiates at that time, Mm -hmm. his body can process them properly instead of him building such a tolerance that they have none. That's, fentanyl patches exist because people have built a tolerance Mm -hmm. to freaking Mm -hmm. Oxycontin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's like, holy crap, that was like having morphine. Mm-hmm. Like from the hospital in a drip, morphine, oxycontin. Being dope sick is real. And yes, it is really hard when you watch someone go through dope sickness. Mm-hmm. It's it is intense, mm-hmm. and it's it's something that's very common in this area. I mean, I have a mother that was she took everything, everything. Well, their doctors prescribed and them what, literally yeah. everything, and that's why I am. Not the way I I'm the way I am now. Where okay, yes, I'm in pain. I'm in pain all the time, but mm-hmm. I have to find another way to process it, and I have to find another way to do it because I will not. I don't even know if I'll take so much as a Tylenol PM. Mm-hmm. You know, just because I just I don't want to go down that path. Your liver has mm-hmm. to process all that. Yeah, yeah. Now I do. Smell lonely. <laughs> I mean, got that CBD turmeric. Yeah. yeah, that Delta Eight, that is legal in Tennessee. Delta Nine, Delta Nine is not. This has been explained to me. I don't know. It can only be so much percent if it's Delta Nine. Delta Ten is a whole other animal. They're just renaming everything. They, they are. It's anyway. back to herbs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, yes. well, and I'll I'll say this is kind of. I feel like this is kind of how I feel about energy, too, because uh, one of the reasons I love Curiosity so much is she has an entire wall of herbs mm-hmm. and she has a book so you can read through all of them and see where their properties are. It's very much, even if it's placebo effective, I'm going to m- drink this tea that has mullein in it that it's one of my favorite herbs is really good for people that have chronic sinus infections and it's good for your airways and it opens you up. So if I'm just drinking this tea made with this herb, I might just be drinking tea, but I think that it's helping my lungs and I feel better. Mm-hmm. And so it may just be the power 
in thinking that whatever you're doing is helping you can help you or it has magical properties yeah yeah it's medicinal how that's how these pharmaceuticals started Mm -hmm. they were all medicinal type herbs before they yeah synthesized the compounds and then made and then started to ban the real thing how often do I'm a broken record? It's like seats, government, enemy, doesn't matter. I mean, it's like constantly. Yes, we're screwed. We are so screwed. They have been doing this a little at a time, a little at a time. The Alarm has been ranked. Do the best that you can. Freeze dry stuff. Hide it. Put it back. Do your craft. Get it. Yeah. You know? So, all the herbs are there. All right. So, since this world is shit (laughs) and Mm -hmm. uh, this reality, (laughs) it it doesn't matter what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can jump timelines, you know. You had mentioned before that you're a Christian Mm -hmm. and that you're very spiritual. Mm -hmm. Can you explain a little bit how you navigate through this world of organized religion where if you're not part of a church or if you're not, you know, if you're not a child of God or Mm -hmm. that, that you're, that you're the devil, that Mm -hmm. you're basically the devil, and you're evil and nobody well, likes Slytherin you. she'll tell you <laughs> which by the way I would Just like to kidding. say one of the things one of the things about being a Slytherin that I did bring up earlier that I feel like someone will fight me for it is the also the resourcefulness and the determination and also self-preservation are all things that I would attribute to you and it's self-preservation as in the people that are important to you you make sure that they are always taken care of and that is something that is at the yes. core of your being. Oh, thank you. So, yes, not just like, oh, cunning and loyal, like very, you know, admirable traits other than a Hufflepuff who's just loyal and kind and likes to cook good, which are all the things I do. So and it's super you know. cute. Oh, well, thanks. Um, so I grew up in a pretty Christian household. We weren't we didn't go to church all the time. Um, but it was always instilled in our upbringing. Um, like my mom had her Bible. We would, you know, look through our Bibles and things like that. But I, the thing that was always was this, I guess the foundation of my spiritual journey is just, it is my personal relationship with God. And... (laughs) And so, yes, agreed. Um, Come on, jump in here. Yeah. Well, that's what it's supposed yeah. to be. It, um, exactly. Yeah. Like I have very specific thoughts. <laughs> I, it's the few times that I've gone to church consistently is because it felt like home. And as soon as something does not feel like home, the self-preservation is very strong in me Mm -hmm. where I go, this isn't where I'm supposed to be. I'm good. I'll back up. It's fine. I've not had a home church in a very long time. But also because Miss Rona made me sit down, I feel like this is the strongest and the most connected to God and the universe I've ever been because I've been able to strengthen my personal relationship with God because I just kind of sat down and went, 
things are kind of rough right now. Uh, I need to just sit and be okay with that and make my connection with a higher being just stronger so I could just exist better. Um, I feel like I, like I've said, I'm very into positive energy and I feel like I'm very strong in divine timing and things, you know, being like the fates have allowed things to happen, all that kind of stuff. And I contribute that to God. Um, and the more that I see those things happen in my life and in my friends and family's lives, it makes that relationship that much stronger for me. So I feel like I'm someone who isn't necessarily a part of organized religion, but I have such a strong faith that I just don't, there are not a lot of things that I question, which sometimes annoys some people um, for the sheer fact of people call, you know, that people will talk to me about like things that are going on in their life. And I'm not trying to always immediately like, oh, well, it's going to be fine. It'll work itself out. Like, cause that shit pisses a lot of people off mm-hmm. to be completely mm-hmm. honest and it pisses me off when people do that to me but I think allowing people to feel their feelings when they're like I don't know releasing or talking to you about something and letting people realize that their feelings are valid and they're allowed to be upset with whoever they're upset with mm-hmm. and just come back to them and go that sucks I hear you and I feel you the only thing I can do right now is just think about how much I love you and care about you and just try to give you back something that you need. And I feel like when I do that, I feel like it makes my connection with God stronger. That he possibly, I don't want to say works through you. Yeah, but I know it, what you're trying to say. Yeah. It's like it. It sounds so cliche that, yeah. you know, for me to go, oh, God's just working through you. I, that's it, what the spirit is supposed yeah, to do. It's, it's un, it, it is unfortunately that. I feel like it. I think it just, this sounds even worse. Um, it's no. like you're given the tools to do the work better. Because of what we believe, we're given gifts of the spirit. Mm-hmm. There are certain gifts of the spirit, and whether you call it, you talking to me like I don't law have my own nature or what God. No, I mean what I'm we have. Just, oh my God! <laughs> whether you do or you don't, you've always been kind of the skeptic, and uh, it's fine to be skeptical. I'm as a matter of fact, you know, so, I I have my personal relationship, but like. A lot of people, I just don't know. And that's okay. Uh, I can see both sides of the evidence, and I just don't know. And I'm not going to sit here and say and be all proud and go, I know. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, I mean, and if I, I were going to start a church, like it would be don't nobody know for sure. The church of don't nobody know for sure. Right. And mm-hmm. I, but I in, think a lot of atheists are agnostic and not necessarily atheist. And that like, maybe they believe in something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like for me in my knower, my soul, what I believe, mm-hmm. I know for sure to me. Not saying you have to know for sure, mm-hmm. but I, for me, know for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, I get a lot of guff from people who also believe they know for sure because I don't seem to know 
what in the same way that they know mm-hmm. so okay. W- okay well first of all beliefs like you'll have one person that maybe they're an excellent pew sitter every single sunday mask vaccine yeah, no they, vaccine they whatever think. and they'll say the way is narrow and they think their way is the way that's the narrow way I don't sit in a pew anymore regularly. I gave, I dedicated a long time to that life, uh, at least a decade to mm-hmm. that life, and uh, I mean devoutly to it. And uh, my relationship is better, in my personal opinion, because something would always throw a monkey wrench in. Or you could see people are people and people are messy. And uh, the God that I bought into wasn't all about all the have tos. Mm -hmm. It was just because. Right. It wasn't all that, you know, he. Anyway, so I think that narrow way is going to be the same people that Jesus loved while he was here from that manuscript. So it's not going to be the mainstream pew sitters. You should already know. You're supposed to know. Now you have to go out and give away this love and this healing and this feeling to everyone else. Because I, in my personal relationship, am like, okay, for me, what if he judges me by all the people I've interacted with and how they feel. Did they see him in me? Or did they just see flat, you know, evil in me? What did they see most? And I'm a human, so some people have seen the evil in me. That sucks. But I'll have to stand for that, for me, personally, in my narrow way. But I think that there's a lot of common sense things that you can put with a manuscript. Do I think that... Things have been manipulated, yes, but I also think that the spirit will guide you into getting rid of what isn't and having that fall away from you and having what is the reality stick with you. That's what I believe. So, you know, that's where I am. And I don't want to, I want something more to be out there space everything so my god is a big god like it's not just Mm -hmm. this universe that was created it's infinite universes that were created you were taking me to church (laughs) and 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 the thing is is that god already made the provision even in the commandments that he had that he's not even saying i'm the only one out there he's saying i'm the only one i am the one like the highlander but yeah there are all kinds of other gods there are all kinds of goddesses. There's God a woman. All kinds of things. I think God's an entity. We had that discussion in yeah, the car all the way over. Yeah, that <laughs> was God a woman, and men have just been mansplaining and hijacked her. Mm-hmm. I feel so. This is very much the Aquarius in me. So I apologize <laughs> in advance. I agree that this this timeline in the universe that we're in right now is just so big that I feel like. A lot of people don't understand how vast it is mm-hmm. and not to sound like a crazy conspiracy theory all of the um, elements that make up our bodies 
are like the most common elements in the world. So to think that there isn't life somewhere else is just silly. It's asinine, really. It is just absolutely ridiculous in thinking about how we are one planet if it, in this okay. universe. My Name a now. creator who just stopped at one yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely my not. Not my God. said that if you think God didn't make other planets with people on other planets and other beings, then you are very, very selfish to think that. Yeah, and who knows where in the experiment we are. Right. Are we are we hybrids from monkeys and aliens? You know, that's getting into a whole another thing. It's evolution I, versus I mean, creation. Yeah. I, I definitely think earth to earth, dust to dust. And I think our carbon, yeah. our, you know, makeup is literal everything that's based here. And all the DMT and the yep. spirit molecule mm-hmm. we all possess. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done DMT? I have not. I'm, I'm fine. I don't want to do that. I feel like I'm someone who, because of how open I am to receiving energy and doing things, I know that it doesn't last that long, but I feel like my trip would just be like, oh, God. Okay. Well, I saw... The beginning of the universe, and now I'm tired. I don't want to be on. I'm, I don't want to be a part of this plane of existence anymore. Of Rick and Morty, where he's like, uh, he's like Morty's trying to get the perfect level, mm. and Rick is like, oh, you want perfect level? I'll make you perfect level. And now, as soon as Morty steps on the perfect level and comes off, he does not know anything else. Mm. Yep, that. and is trying to chase that feeling over and over and over again. And that's an addict. No, yeah, yeah. 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 Full circle. No, thank you. It just makes Mm -hmm. me remind of that, that you would just see the entire world created. Yeah. And you would know too much. Yeah, I feel like I'd be like... I know too much for this world. I... This is all... Like, I would be like, it's the Matrix, and I don't want to say anything Mm -hmm. else. Like, I feel like I would just all of a sudden be mute. Like, I would just be like... "Mm -hmm." No, I'm okay. I saw everything I needed to see. I don't need to speak another word again. Probably die. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I wouldn't die from ayahuasca. I would die from seeing the beginning. That's another thing on the universe bucket list that I would like to do. I have a couple of friends that want to real bad. Oh, do ayahuasca? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or DMT. I'd like to do a good, just smoke it out of a bong DMT. Mm -hmm. You know? So, yeah. Because I feel like they're, they're... there's so much more mm-hmm. than oh, what is absolutely. here. And you just see people just here in our little itty bitty area, people that literally never go out of their backyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's just amazing to me how close minded people can be. Mm-hmm. For real. People. Oh, I was going to switch to where do crystals fall in to all of this? Um, the same way that everything else does is even if it's just a reminder of all the things they stand for and you think about those things, it's beneficial. I love crystals. I'm absolutely a crystal girl like me and uh, I'm a frequenter of at least I would say two or three crystal shops with one not even being in this state. Um, I just love them. Have you been to Earth's Core? Yes. Clinton? Yes, I have. Is that where the big doors, like an amethyst or something? Yes. yes, I've been in there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I spent a lot. I spent a long time in there. You have given me several crystals. Yes, I have. 
it's and how I, love I show it. my I love, love that now. I know every time that I get a gift from you or something, I'm yes. always going to get a crystal. Oh, absolutely. And I get very, very excited about it. It is how I show my love. That's um, fabulous. It's gotten to a point now that it doesn't even phase my parents anymore. Like the first time, mom was like, "What? What's this wrong?" Thank you. I, I get, yeah, no, that's exactly mm-hmm. what she did. She was like, thank, thank you. Is that one of those things that you wear around your neck all the time? And I was like, yes. And then I would say like the third or fourth time, she's like, oh, this is beautiful. It's going on my nightstand. I'm like, if, if no one else ever accepts another crystal ever again, my mom did. So, and was happy about it. Yeah. So it makes me I have a little shelf that all mine are on, but mm. I know that I'm supposed to keep some on my person, which, which ones do you keep on your person and for how long do you keep them there um so something i do um is when i'm done with my day if i've been wearing crystals i have a selenite plate which selenite is a crystal um it's the only crystal that can charge and cleanse other crystals so i have a whole like i have a big circle i put them all on there so all of the energy from the day is just dispersed and transmuted um it just kind of depends on how you feel that day because mm-hmm. um, I wear different crystals every single day. Um, like on my person right now, I have a rainbow moonstone and garnet in this. And then I have a slew of crystals on this bracelet. Hold on. I have to remember what is in here. Just one second. <laughs> oh, I like she's got crystals in her yeah, bra. Yeah, it's in, it's in my there bra. There are crystals in her bra. Um, This is bismuth. This is fluorite. And yes, it is a. I love that it's little, a penis. Little dick. I'm, I might have to she get needs some of those to put that in the, the king energy. cakes. Yes. <gasps> yes. Oh, I'm, that's what you should put. I in got that one from a, of the. A I got a request though to specifically not put one of those in. Um, oh, not a baby. Well, not not a penis. Oh, please um. do not put a penis on the cake. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I was like, no, that's hokey. I wouldn't do that. I'm well, totally going to do that. Do like a vagina, just chew up a piece of gum. <laughs> yes. Um, or wax. This is blood quartz, and then this is flower lace agate. So can you tell me what those represent, what those do for you? Um, I'm very, I guess, a very literal kind mm-hmm. of person. I don't see a lot of symbolism in things, but I'm trying. And I'm glad that you were trying. So I will be completely honest with you. I can typically tell you like one or two. Like, do you like you get the ones that you like or that you're drawn to? And when you go to buy a crystal, mm-hmm. whether it be for you or for somebody else, mm-hmm. how do you pick like what to get? Um, I when I am buying crystals for other people, I will sit and think about the person. Oh, you might have to. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I was leaning. My bad. Um, so whenever I go to a crystal store and I'm thinking, like, if I'm getting it for someone else, I will just think about them and just see where I'm led to before I look at whatever the properties are. I'm someone who just grabs one and then will give it to someone. And when they ask me what it's for, I'll be like, hold on. Let me just check Google <laughs> real fast and I'll tell you what, what it's good for. Usually things like jade and peridot, your green gemstones are good for healing. Mm-hmm. They're good for balance and mind. Um, and with your chakras, mm-hmm. too, it goes really well 
usually the stone color place for you know red and orange is usually in your pelvic area your mm-hmm. digestion things like that is that this amethyst week? rose quartz i think so is for harmony and also money and self-love self-love there's but there's so many different colors of quartz just mm-hmm. like there's so many different colors mm-hmm. of jade as well but different uh, you know obviously they all have meanings but the common are usually amethyst yeah jade the all of the ones in the chakra colors mm-hmm. birthstones of course moonstones are good for travel mm-hmm. good for cleansing you know you should wear a uh, moonstone with you you know anytime you go travel or do something new with a new adventure so but there's a lot every mm-hmm. year my granny would take a white quartz too would take five black eyed peas and wrap them up and tape them and then give them to all the grandkids at the first year and says keep this in your pocket mm-hmm. for good for luck. luck yeah about along the same lines yes she put a diamond every one of them too for money or she just gave you the beans no for just luck. the just the piece i love i still yours, got my peas i've got i've got a few sets still i love that yours are wrapped because what we do in my family is when my sister for new year's she makes the black eyed peas she'll set a couple aside and that's your good luck for the whole year mm-hmm. so i always keep one in my car and in my wallet no she would always you wrap carry up. a beech nut with you too <laughs> for real the chew no the little oh. nut looks like a stone but it's a nut I, I feel like it was a chew. There is oh a chew. God. I didn't know there company, was a for but real there's beach actual nut. nut. Okay. Yeah. The more you know, jewelry out of them girl too. Time. I feel <laughs> like if I had to, I feel like you have to. It just depends on your mood of what crystal you want for that day. Like I have some like standard ones that I always go to. Like selenite is one that's really good just because it clears negative energy. It charges other things. It's just a like to call it just a purifier rose quartz is really good for um self-love and just thinking high highly of yourself when you need to Mm -hmm. um also there's like some crystal girls will put a rose quartz in their new love interest home and hide it (laughs) because it's supposed to make them think about them more and like fall in love with them that's a little much but like girl do you (laughs) um i feel like i don't know if i've given you one of these but carnelian is a red stone that's really connected to your sacral chakra and it's all about um you're like your primal self and like just kind of getting down to who you are and how to better yourself and making you more comfortable with those like primitive innate like I guess motives and things of that nature it kind of just centers you out it's really good for grounding too um tiger's eye I really enjoy because it helps you speak your truth which is always very important to me um I like fluoride a lot because it's a good stone for people with ADD because it helps you concentrate and focus. Um, I really like uh, black tourmaline, black kyanite stones like that because they clear negative energy. And as someone who tends to be pretty positive, I'd like to keep a transmuting or like a negative keeping away stone on my person. Is that what the big white 
crystal is for clear white is yeah that is selenite yeah like you can also use that to clear negative energy but like the reason i like black tourmaline black kyanite or obsidian is another one Mm -hmm. it basically just sucks all the negativity out and just sends it somewhere else so you don't have to deal with it yeah i got bill a stone wire wrap stone for him that was like that Mm -hmm. that is sad I don't black gray looking. Ooh, that stone. might be smoky quartz. It's I mean it's looks more like a mirror. Oh, it has like a sheen to it. Maybe he's wearing it. I thought it no. was it's not selenite, but something I can't think of the name of it. But it was it's a good cleanser mm-hmm. for positive energy. So if you have any questions for Mercy, you can email us at gabandgirltime at gmail.com. We look forward to your email. Yes, we do. <laughs> One day. We keep checking. One day. We do. We keep checking. That's I get how notifications we, all the time. That's how we found out we were number nine in New Zealand for podcasts. Hey. Thank you, New Zealand. Thank you. Last year, I we got to Kiwis. number nine. <gasps> Let's oh, go. Thank you. I'm ready to get well. I'm I'm afraid to leave the country right now. I would love to go to New Zealand. But they might not let us in. They would not. They would not. So at this point, I don't think they're letting anyone in. Maybe Australia's like, nope, you can't come. We're done with you. (laughs) So Mm. I don't know. I don't know if they really are or not. Then I have a friend who had a friend that just moved to New Zealand. She just packed up and said, I'm leaving. Well, gone. she had and to she have enough money it. to go and they had to accept her. She must have done something. Yeah. Specific. And she loved it. She mm. loves it and she brags about it all the or time. Or if she had a certain amount of money. Like if she, mm. you know, and some people retire with like over a million dollars. You can buy mm. yourself into these countries, mm-hmm. but you can't just go without a specific skill i know it sucks i wish that we could just go anywhere we wanted just because we're americans <laughs> the barter I mean, system would be nice to back. go anywhere you wanted <laughs> the because, barter system you know, mm-hmm. yeah. i feel oh, like borders, yeah. you know just oh, having board. a good gift to be like new zealand please take me i have this gift i would love that yeah. like a burner burn culture mm-hmm. yeah but that's mm-hmm. not gonna happen because no. of well you men. got other people who want to take over like mm-hmm. pinky in the brain he always got a brain i shall rule the world mm-hmm. <laughs> where can they find you gail oh at gab and gail time everywhere and i am brad yvonne beaverhausen on instagram and bruce tonsils on fet and tiktok Talk hey we're i mean right now our gab and girl time is sitting at how many views a lot how because many, of how your because of your uh viral somewhat viral is it viral though isn't I mean, it over 40,000 no but you do have that many 32, likes 8. all right so yeah yeah i would think anything over 20,000 mm-hmm. would be won't is it or no is are the numbers higher now no, i'm not going viral 8. they're like oh old lady well i mean that's what just me making a little tribute to my mama mm-hmm. yeah wholesome being yeah. wholesome told you wholesome told you I know. So people are afraid of sex. And I've gotten a lot of new followers here lately, but I am a little worried about them because they obviously have not looked at the rest of the content. Or they have, and that's why they followed you. Maybe. Everybody loves a train wreck. (laughs) Wow. Um, 
I don't. The thing about TikTok is I don't willy nilly like just follow people. I have to really, for me at least, I have to like several of your videos before I consider following you. Agree. I don't just see a video and go, oh, love it. Follow. Mm mm. I don't know. There was one dude that I was like, I'm. I automatically followed him. It was. He stitched it with a guy and a girl, and this skinny little guy had like ripped open this girl's shirt, and he it was haphazardly. It was just, ugh. It was. If you in the lifestyle, you get it. You know, the whole primal thing. It was just not primal at all. But this <laughs> dude, he's like number one. Be strong enough to rip the actual right? shirt. <laughs> but then he just, in one fell swoop, just rips off his entire shirt. Yeah, and uh, I was, was like, like, I'm in. Follow. Yeah, that makes that makes so much sense. For I don't you, know though. if I've seen another video from him oh, since. Well. But followed. Like that's the thing. I just... And he called him weak. He says you're weak. Yeah. I was like, like oh, yeah, yeah, I dig that. I'll replay that over yeah. and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She pinned his video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny when people they're surprised because I'm in the fringe and because I do dig Jesus, but I'm just like, hard same. What's up, man? Hoes love some yeah. Jesus, it, and Jesus loves some hoes. I, I mean, mean, that's biblical. I know. If yeah. more people love Jesus and actually, you know, yeah. did kind of emulate Jesus, then maybe the world would be a better place. Mm-hmm. But instead, we won't make money off of it. Mm. <laughs> the Righteous Gemstones is back on HBO, and oh, I'm Lord. I'm very very excited oh, about my that. My husband loves that show. Oh. Colin's about to get some sideburns. Let me tell you. Yeah, you oh. need sideburns for reals. <laughs> yes. And our listeners, my gosh, where would we be without all sixty of you? Right, we love you <laughs> a lot. We love you lots. Hey, and lots. sixty listeners is more than we had in 2019. That's right. Daddy we Bill says that we're doing a very good job. Listeners, I think he's just happy at the consistency. Well, I'm happy. I'm proud of us and the consistency. I am too. There around Christmas, we were like, no, we need a break for the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been pretty consistent. Yeah. But to our listeners, we thank you very much. And we thank you so much for listening to Gavin Girl Time Activate. Gavin Girl Time Activate. Gavin Girl Time Activate. Bing. (laughs) Praise the Lord. The Lord. The PTL. Tammy Faye. (laughs) Tammy Faye forever. Mm -hmm.